Hey everyone, you're listening to our favorite things podcast. We are recapping Dancing with the Stars season 24, episode 4, which is most memorable night. So stick with us. doesn't get less cringy like as the week goes on it just gets more cringeworthy but hey guys it's your girl Mofi I am your host as usual for tonight and I am super excited to talk about um Dancing with the Stars Monday's Monday night's episode and with me to talk about everything is my trusty co-host yeah y'all already heard me clearing my throat (laughs) yes hey everybody how you doing Tessa, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. This was such a great episode, and I'm ready to talk about it. Yes. Um. So it was most memorable night of the year. Oh, sorry. <laughs> 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 See, I'm just so excited. I'm I'm moving faster than myself. It was most memorable year night in the mm-hmm. ballroom, mm-hmm. and I love this theme i wait mm-hmm. every season to just watch this theme it's i like good. yeah i like everything it represents how like <laughs> like just getting to know the stars a little bit more hearing about their stories being very inspired by them how like what do you think of the theme oh no this is like one of my favorite themes ever like i'm like you said i'm always so excited for it i can't wait i can't wait to hear people's stories hear about yeah. i mean not necessarily sad stories but it usually has sad stories. Yeah, the sad stories are sometimes very inspiring and uplifting. Yeah. So it's yeah. good to hear them. Um, oh, I was going to say something, but I actually lost my thoughts. Oh, I was going to say, I actually like that it's early into the season. Mm-hmm. Like, I like that we get to hear from a lot of people as well. Oh, yeah. Happening, like, when there's only yeah. six people left. But I have a question for you, TSA. Yeah. What is your most memorable, if you could pick a year? And just tell us, like, very quickly, what okay. is your most memorable year? Wow, you guys, this is a side side. She threw this at me because I thought it was coming at the end. <laughs> okay, so my most memorable year um, would be 2012. And uh, <laughs> really quickly, it was um, when I was applying to colleges and I got rejected for, to the first six that I applied to. So, and this was right before classes were about to start, maybe, like, a month and a half before mm-hmm. class was about to start. So I was devastated. Um, but luckily, I had my parents with me, both of them. They're usually, two of them are not usually here with me. So um, they kind of encouraged me and I was able to apply for more. Mm-hmm. And the next six I applied to, I go into all of them. And I was oh, able wow. to start school in the fall. Yeah. Um, I was going to read something my dad gave me, but maybe I'll like read it at the end. Oh, yeah? yeah? Nice. That would be nice to end, end yeah. the episode. My most memorable year is actually also 2012. Oh, wow. That's why you explained. Why, yeah, because <laughs> I got so cool. Um, but mine was 2012 because that was the year I was going to third year of university, I think. I might be, yeah, I think so. I think it was, it was the year I was going to third year. So I was in second year of university, the summer of. And that was almost like my turning point for me to realize like what I wanted to do. I started mm-hmm. getting involved. I became like a president of one of my student associations. And that's when I started working um, 
within like international for i mean now everybody knows but i work i work within international education and that was like my first like um student job within the field and now i'm kind of doing that um Mm -hmm. full-time so it was like that turning point for me to that i figured out like my voice and like what i stood for and what i believed in Mm -hmm. and kind of everything else borrowed from there so turning to was a very memorable year i can't believe we have the same year that's we do (laughs) that's why we're like twins twinsies okay (laughs) let's get into the episode and talk about the couples um most memorable year so let's start with our um biggest surprise of the night and we're talking about (laughs) nancy and artem's foxtrot yes and just to give you guys a little little bit of background if you don't remember her most memorable year was 1996 and this was the year she had her first child and um Nancy talks about how, like, getting married and then having her first child and then having about six miscarriages within eight years, which is... Mm-hmm. I, so basically like, one for almost every year. Yep. Yeah, and she really she really opens up about the emotions that come with miscarriages. So feeling embarrassed and feeling shameful that she couldn't really, like, carry, like, do something on her own and mm-hmm. just those deep... um feelings that come with miscarriages that people don't really talk about um and then she did an ivf and then she had her son and then she has her kids so it was just Mm -hmm. mostly like that down moment but what made her like push through it Mm -hmm. and yeah what did you think of the story of um the dance everything Uh, nancy started telling this story and my heart just broke for her. Like, I, I cannot even say that I know what it feels like or I can even imagine what it feels like. Mm-hmm. Six, like, imagine thinking you're going to deliver a baby six good six times. times. I mean, okay. it's just absolutely devastating. But to see how strong she was through that, how she pushed through it, I like how she said, I just didn't give up. Mm -hmm. I mean that was just beautiful because I feel like that is just a circumstance to give up like I mean you know if you're not you can easily give up you know it's it's very it's very um devastating so but and then yeah Yeah, I was just gonna say really quickly I was watching the reel actually and Lonnie if you if you guys are interested and if you want to watch Lonnie talked about how she had a miscarriage when she was a lot younger very yeah it's a very emotional um clip or episode and she said that's why she hasn't like tried to have kids because she actually stopped um so it was just me just just reminded me about that so and you know there's nothing wrong with people that feel that way i honestly i feel like it's even natural so yeah um and then she came out and the dance was just beautiful honestly i was just my i I was already crying (laughs) and i think i just just kept the tears throughout the dance it was it was with beautiful foxtrot atem's yeah. choreography on point phenomenal on point yeah oh, yeah i loved it i loved I, and i think one of the judges said it that it was very like fun mm-hmm. it was very soft but it was mm-hmm. still strong. strong and that kind of just almost shows us um nancy's person like we see this strong athlete gym um Gymnast. figure no, skater figure skater. <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> you always Fi- forget figure skater we see that but i almost feel like nancy has like this like kind of like art and we see mm-hmm. like the hard rock but then they're so like soft, soft. and like mm-hmm. fun and like i w- i really loved it and i think nancy did very well with the technique she danced it well her flow oh, was very she beautiful danced it. she danced um, it. <laughs> oh it literally blew my mind i, I yeah. was in love with that dance yeah. len says that she moved from 
like the middle of the pack to a front runner and I absolutely I, agree. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have to say that Nancy kind of takes the biggest strides. Like yep. remember her like in week one and then each week she was she's getting better and getting better and um, by like a lot. By large, <laughs> not just like a little like you're like, Whoa, is this the same lady that was dancing? Week one she was good, but like week two it wasn't really great and, mm-hmm. and she just phenomenal. exploded, yeah. Yeah. I loved it. Her scores were eight, nine, eight, eight, thirty three out of forty. Yeah. I mean, I wanted nines. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. So I agree with you. I think it should have been a bit higher. Maybe two more nines or mm-hmm. one more nine. Because mm-hmm. no, that dance was that was dance great. was phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to talk about the highest scoring couple of the night, uh-huh. and. <laughs> That is Rashad and Emma's contemporary routine. Mm. So Tessa, do you want to give us like the yeah the little backstory? Yeah. Um. Okay. So Rashad's package. Um. We see him talking about how he his dad was really never there emotionally. Mm-hmm. Like he was there, but he wasn't there. Um. He was very closed off. Went to turn to alcohol a lot. Wasn't really there for his kids. Mm-hmm. And then, um, so you know, but he had a supportive mom, and in, then he got drafted into the NFL. And after some time passed, I think his mom called, and his dad had gotten a stroke, mm-hmm. and it, that was kind of like a turning point in Rashad's life, and where mm-hmm. he was like, "Okay, I'm going to stop what I'm doing to take care of my dad." Mm-hmm. So he transferred teams, despite what everybody was saying. And went back home to be with his dad, and that really um, like changed their relationship. Yeah. Um, so twenty two thousand and six was the year that this turning point was made. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know. I just found this out. I found it cool. He went to Liberty University, and that's like that very um, Christian university. Oh, is well, it? Well, it's a Christian university, not very Christian. It's a Christian mm. university. Yeah. Anyways, that's just Never the side note. Um, oh, that's why, like, say, say, oh, like, Dub Dynasty and all of them kind of go there. <laughs> that's the only reason why I know this. <laughs> you one. know, it's okay. Anyways, I, I just went off. But yeah, I like, I love the dance. Um, mm. in my notes, I literally wrote the dance ended me. Like, I was yeah. done. I yeah. was dead. <laughs> yeah. I, I was like, Rashad, just don't kill me. I think my notes are all in caps. Yeah. They're all in caps. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was great. The choreography was really great. The lifts that they did were f- amazing. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Um, I, I actually almost don't have words about it. I'm just yeah. going to post Bruno because Bruno said something and that was just how I felt. He said, art is something that touches your body, speaks to your soul and stays with you forever. And that was what Rashad and Emma did. Yeah. Um, and there was something that Rashad said. He said, there's nothing special about me. I'm just in a unique position. Yep. And I was just like, gosh, Rashad, can you be like ever like, oh, I, I was just so speechless. But I was thinking, though, just along the same lines, this was a contemporary routine. And contemporary is not a ballroom mm-hmm. routine. Do you think like contemporary makes things like slightly easier for, because you can't really, it doesn't have the same technique as doing a foxtrot or doing any other kind of I agree. I agree that it's easier in the sense that the pros can kind of do whatever they want, but I also feel like it's harder for it to look good. It's hard for a contemporary routine to blow you away. They don't 
they don't always you have to do like a really good one like the pro has to put in good choreography and you have to do the choreography well i feel like there's more acting that goes on in mm-hmm. contemporary to make you believe the dance and stuff so yeah yeah i was going to say that like the connection has to be there mm-hmm. for you to be super moved by contemporary mm-hmm. routine. and mm-hmm. they did that um they did really that. great yeah. So they got three tens and a nine. Hello, first <laughs> Hello, ten. ten. No, it's not the first ten. It's not the first ten, is it? It is. Nobody has gotten a ten. I thought ten, Tom said sometime the first ten of the season. Nope. No, nobody has gotten a ten. First nine or something last week. Yeah, what? I think it was the first nine, yeah. First ten. Mm, like, it was so... When I saw that ten paddle, I felt so much fulfillment. Yeah, it was great. I loved it. Okay, so we've yeah. spent so much time talking about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Moving yeah. on to the most impressive couple. So, we're talking about Heather and Alan or Max's cha-cha. Ooh. And 2015 was... <laughs> Somebody was a little bit too Somebody excited. Somebody was too excited. I'm sorry. <laughs> 2015 was Heather's most memorable year. And this was the year where she got married to her husband, Taylor. Mm-hmm. They went to the same high school. They didn't really know each other. He reached out to her on MySpace. And she just talks about how like he keeps her grounded. And Shut Up and Dance, which was the song they danced to, is their, was their song at their wedding. And is their son's favorite song. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Like, look when I saw this song for this for this thing, I was like, my gosh! Like, isn't this meant to be best most memorable year? Why are we listening to Shut Up and Dance? I don't even remember this song. Okay, that's how good this cha cha was. Was it cha cha, right? Yeah. Oh my gosh! Like we saw so much personality from Heather. She was there in every move. It was almost like it was almost as if she like. I don't know like she created she embodied the movements it was yeah. beautiful choreography from max max is like hit or miss this was like bam right yeah. on the money and alan i mean you're amazing but yeah this was amazing i had to so i reached out to Kristen, Kristen birds if y'all don't know Kristen, you should follow her on twitter and everything we don't she's know She's um a huge like she does entertainment stuff for like dancing and anything related to dancing. She blogs mm-hmm. about it. So I sent her a tweet and I asked. I was like, "Who did the choreo for this?" Because I almost couldn't believe that it was a it was Max, Max right? And she said both their teams worked together, so it was not solely Max nor solely Alan. I don't know what that really means, oh. but I think they both consult like both their creative minds put that choreography oh, together. Okay. Because I think I heard during one of the judges' comments that they, they were said Alan Alan's choreography. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think they're kind of working together. Maybe Alan might be working more, but um, yeah, it's it's a joint thing. So Alan can get credit for that too. But guys, I know like in the past three four weeks, I've been like mm-hmm. hard on Heather. Hitting on Heather. Mm-hmm. Hard. That's the word. Cause see now I'm Hating. coming. I'm coming through. I'm calling things when they're so great. This dance was fun it was like i think this was what heather needed we've always seen Mm -hmm. her like in this professional she's a professional dancer they put in hip-hop to show how well she can all of that and i think you think about heather i don't even know her but from her package i could tell that her family is what means so much to her her. Mm -hmm. and you could tell in the dance that there was kind of a switch in her brain that she was dancing for her family and she wasn't dancing as heather morris the professional and that's what i wanted to see on dancing with the stars i don't care like i wasn't watching her as a professional. I'll just watch her as. Well, this is this lady, yeah. and this is her story. Mm-hmm. I loved. Oh gosh, guys! I 
told her I'm going to gush about this and like I, 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 I don't know where to start I love the set I love that the story was able to connect with the dance like dance, people yeah. walk through the dance and you're like oh yeah this is what's happening this is mm-hmm, what's happening mm-hmm. which is amazing choreography as Tessa has said um what else? I think she danced the cha-cha very well. She hasn't danced the cha-cha all oh, season. Man. I think the cha-cha is her dance. She, the way she moved her hips, the way like I, the way she did the whole t- everything was just... Yep, like, I'm going to go watch it again. I'm going to go watch it again. <laughs> Guys, I've watched this dance almost like four times ever after last night and I'm like dying. Bruno said that they looked like they were having so much fun and that was how I felt. Like, it just felt like I know like marriage has hard times, but it just felt mm-hmm. like they're married in that moment was super fun. Fun, yeah. Yeah. And I like the beginning when when it was her husband. And her yeah. initially I was like, is this Alan? Like what's going on? And then it was her husband <laughs> and, and then she had to bouquet to her mom mm-hmm. and it was just it was it was impressive, it was phenomenal, it was great. Oh, I loved it. I loved it. There, I have dances on Dancing with the Stars that I watch like periodically. Like I go back and watch a lot of like Mark's dances and stuff. This mm-hmm. is going to be a dance that One I'm of going them. to go from time to time, and I'm going to watch it. Yeah, over and over again. Okay, guys, I'm done. I, um, <laughs> their scores, <laughs> they got eight nine nine nine. What did Carrie give that a for? Was there a lift somewhere that I didn't see? Or I think she said there was a lift. I, you know the thing about Karen's list is I never see them. Me too. I'm, I'm not like a technical dancer, but I never like each time I'm like watching to find the lift and I'm like oh, I didn't see it. Where was it? I mean I saw Val and Normani's though and I oh, knew yeah? she was going to take it out, but I didn't see Heather's on too. Yeah, I think there was a lift she called out, so they got thirty five. I wrote very well deserved. I mean yeah, it I could have been the, all I wanted nines, another but, yeah, I wanted yeah. all nines, yeah. Yeah, okay. Ooh, I can breathe. <laughs> so, Moving on. Our biased review of the night, the couple that we're going to talk about is David and Lindsay's um, Viennese Awards. So also a quick... That was a Viennese... Okay. It was. Yeah, yeah. It was supposed to be Viennese Awards. His most memorable year was 2016, the mm-hmm. year the Cubs um, won the World Series. Woo. <laughs> and his retirement from baseball. So he was just talking about how like the end of his career was really a fairy tale. He won for the Cubs. He got to live his dream and now his job is to live for his kids. Yeah. And oh, Forever Young is his walk up song mm-hmm. from when whatever he's doing his sports thing. And what did you think about this dance? <sighs> You know, from the start, you just said it was a Viennese waltz, and I'm like, wait, what? Viennese waltz <laughs> is supposed to be like dreamy, and honestly, they could have been dancing a quick step for all I saw on that they stage. They could have been dancing a quick step. <laughs> yeah. Um, it just, it was, it didn't do it for me. It, it didn't seem like a Viennese waltz. I didn't feel any really much from it. They look nice, though, like the outfits yeah. are bomb, but yeah. Okay, so I want to say two things. That it's in our biased review section. So the reason why it's there, because at least for me, is that the dance made me tear up. Like yes, I was watching it and I was like, why yeah. am I crying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was just like David's personality, which is what I think is keeping him far, and even the scores, which we'll talk about, mm-hmm. giving him good scores. His personality is up there. People can connect with him. I mean, he's a sportsman, so he's like a he's your very average American mm-hmm. man. 
mm-hmm. but like there's just something about him that everybody can connect with. He's sweet. He's like a grandpa, but even like his friend in his, that package. Yeah, that Anthony. He's like my dad, but he's like my friend and <laughs> like, like his brother. But my brother, I just I don't know what's I going felt him. I could relate. <laughs> yes, and that's just like he's just David. Just has this great personality, but I also want to say that the choreography from Lindsay was really good. I think that I don't know because Lindsay was talking about this on Twitter. I think David was a bit too fast, so Lindsay fast. was almost trying to keep up. Mm-hmm. But if if this was a Vietnamese role that she danced with somebody else, I think it mm-hmm. would have been really really great because yeah. the choreography was nice. Um, but yeah, I saw that it was fast. Like when they were dancing, I was like. Yeah. Why is he moving so fast? Like, where Why is he are you moving going? So fast? Like, stop. Well, like I was crying, but I was like, "Where are you going?" <laughs> I was like, "Relax." Yeah, he was. He was really. He was moving really fast. Yeah, yeah. but I and mean, the, yeah. I was gonna say the judges are always nice to him. <laughs> yeah, they, but they said they commented that he was very squatty and skippity, mm-hmm. as Julian said. And they said he wasn't floating, and that's just really what it is. The Vietnamese was meant to be like smooth and smooth, nice, yeah. and it was just like whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> but with that being said, they gave him seven and three eighths, which I, I was like, I was like, whoa, whoa, what? what? <laughs> How did he get those eights and <laughs> even that seven? Maybe all seven since we're kind of getting late into the competition. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. three eights, come on. Yeah, he's he's really he won their hearts, which I think it, you know for us too. I mean, he won my heart with that. Yeah. I, if I was sitting in the judging place, Probably I would have given him it. <laughs> You're like, wait, where did this come from? Where did this come from? Yeah, but yeah. well, I was going to ask you a question. Do you think I was reading a, a, an article today, and the person was saying that there's a possibility that David might be losing his stride? Because if you notice, week after week. He's almost doing doing worse, worse. Right? maybe not by scoring, but by dancing. He's yes. not like last week; it wasn't great, and this week yes. wasn't really great. So, do you think that David might be losing his stride? I don't think so. I think my professional opinion as a dancer <laughs> is that it's too early to call. It's just two weeks. Come on, give him a chance. I guess so. Fair enough. I'm I'm worried. I think that's where I am. I'm worried. I hope he's not. But I don't think like with the audience he might be losing that at least. Mm-hmm. But I hope he I hope he does better next week. I do too. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about the moment of the night, the dance of the night. Well, the dance that brought the moment of the night for us, mm-hmm. which Sasha and Simone's Viennese waltz. That was a Viennese waltz, huh? That was a Viennese waltz. <laughs> <laughs> and her most memorable year was two thousand. Year two thousand. Yeah. Yeah, which was the year. She got adopted. adopted. So mm-hmm. she talks about how her bio mom was suffering from drug and alcohol abuse. And I love how she said suffering from it because I think mm-hmm. a lot of people don't realize that it's a disease. Like it's a, yeah. she's not. She didn't choose to. Right. You know, be in yeah. I, I mean, didn't even pick. I even pick up yeah. on that. But yeah, mm-hmm. you're very right. And she didn't really have like a mom to run run to. And I three, she was placed in foster care. But her grandparents decided to adopt her. I thought it was really cute when he was like, I looked at her, when her granddad or her, her dad actually was like, I looked at her and I was like, she's not going to steal my she's heart. She's not going to steal like, my heart. I was like, oh my God. And she did. I mean, how would Simone not steal your heart? But like, yeah, what do you think of everything? 
I mean, it was lovely again, you guys. If you watch Dancing Stars, it was just I was bawling my <laughs> eyes out. Like the minute Simone just started talking about how she was adopted and how she was just remembers being hungry and all that stuff, and just I was just comparing it to where she is now, mm-hmm. and I was just bawling. Every the entire story was so inspiring, was so beautiful, and the dance even more so. She was so emotional, yeah, and you could just. From the start, she was already crying, and for what I like is that it didn't make the dance bad. Yeah, it, you know, it was like it almost helped it. It was like it really, it, it was, I don't know, it was amazing. It was very really good. I, I loved it. I think the choreography was really, was really good. Um, I love the song, like, who does, I mean, not, I'm sure that people don't, but like, who doesn't like that song? Like, that song is really, really good. Yeah, that's a really good song. Um, I think Simone really is getting better and better week after week. She's another person that's kind of taking strides. Like, mm-hmm. she's not getting worse. Like, every week you see Simone get better, and yep. I'm, I'm here for that. I am too. Uh, do, you, is there any, do you have anything else to add to that? It was, it was a really, no, I mean, it was, was, it was a moment of the night because <laughs> we cried, and it was cute, and the story was amazing, and the choreo was phenomenal, and everything. When the dances are so good, it's like there's not that much to say, but trust us, when the dances are bad, we're like, oh my god, this and that and this and that. Right. But I was going to actually, okay, so. I had so much time since we didn't record right after the episode. I was I was on social media a lot, reading YouTube comments and stuff. And actually, a lot of people think that this whole idea of Simone being like boring and her personality not coming. I know we talked about it last week, but mm-hmm. it's not something that's isolated to like my roommates and some really? judges. A lot of list or what viewers actually feel that way and somebody even said sasha and simone are quite boring and sasha's choreography was boring which i was like <laughs> you don't which, what, what show are they watching i just but want yeah, to know i think it's um a common thing and i wonder if that's going to affect like the scoring she might receive and stuff like that or the voting it's already the voting yeah, the voting, yeah. Mm-hmm. but yeah so they got four nights there's six which was great. Yeah, that was good. Second highest score of the night. And let's talk about our lowest scoring couple and, of course, the couple that went, that home. went home. My man, my main man, love, oh, I, I don't even want to. But oh, Mr. Baby. T and Kim, they danced the waltz, or they did the waltz. Mm-hmm. And his most memorable year was 95. When he was diagnosed with, with this is another thing I was saying. Sorry. I was like in the middle of like my nice sweet stuff. <laughs> and you're like another Whoa. person like the city has had like so much fame, all of his stuff. But like he gave us like a cancer. Oh like, yeah, I haven't talked about Nick. So I'm sure people are like what? What, what, what are you talking about? about? True. But he was able to give us something like apart from what we all know, what we predicted. Mm-hmm. So Mr. T talks about um the year he was diagnosed with cancer and really walking through this um the cancer diagnosis with with his faith. So he said he had achieved a lot and he found out that he had a rare form of cancer and he really called on God and God saw him through and he was really connecting with God and he's like you know what at the end of the day is my faith that is real like every other thing would go whatever but like my faith really got tested and this is 22 years after battling cancer and mr t is here and but yeah what do you think of my man mr t it was so beautiful again i was crying i wrote in my notes here 
I loved Mr. T. It yeah. was so graceful, like it was so elegant. I love the choreography that Kim gave. Absolutely. Like I don't know how she does it, but it they just look really good. Like yeah. I, it was amazing. Yeah. yeah. Bless up, Mr. T. Bless up. <laughs> Bless up. Yeah, like, I wrote to my notes, Mr. T is in a fluid dancer, but whatever. Who cares? Mm-hmm, who cares? I love, and Len also agreed. I love the way that, not that Mr. T is in a fluid dancer, but Len was agreeing what you said earlier <laughs> yeah. that, um, about the way Kim worked with Mr. T. Mm-hmm. I don't know how she brought out, like, those, like, her career, but it was really great. She... She really admires, like, I don't know, she just did something about him that she was like, well, I mean, we all love Mr. T. I'm lost for words. I can't even see It's <laughs> like, this, you guys know from the start, Mr. T has been my person I was rooting for. Yeah. Um, and, um, yeah, he got the lowest. So I actually forget that Mr. T is 65. Like, he's, he's an older That's guy. He's one of the oldest contestants. And you don't, like, we don't remember that. We just see that, he, yeah, he can't move the way everybody else moves, mm-hmm. but. He got four sevens, twenty eight. So happy with those. Yeah, I was sevens. really happy. I was like, yeah, I gave him those sevens, judges. Like, like throw those sevens <laughs> up. I'm not even mad. Throw them up. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it was just a really great way for him to leave the show. I agree. Um, I wanted to actually cause okay. So when Mr. T went home, I was actually surprised. Not surprised. I expected him to go home, but like mm-hmm. I was actually hoping that his fan base would take him we'll further. Would take him further because we've had situations of Dancing with the Stars in the past. I mean, things are changing now, um, and I'm wondering how much production has to do with this because they actually changed their production team. But in the past, you have people. If this was, I'm, I'm almost sure, if this was two seasons ago, Mr. T would not have. Mr. Gone T would home. not have gone home because mm-hmm. I mean he has a strong like a lot of people on social media were saying oh my gosh I'm so sad I'm so sad I'm so sad didn't you hear the audience when yeah. they even put him in jeopardy like everybody was like boom yeah. so I'm like which one of y'all voted though exactly right so I, I was actually surprised that not yeah but you understand what I mean like not surprised but I was like hmm, I thought his audience I thought his fan base would have taken him further mm-hmm. and I almost wish Mr. T was there me too me too like, me too. They like I knew, home. I knew oh, he like, went home. I knew he went home. But like I, when I was watching, I was like, maybe it's Erica and Glenn. <laughs> right, like, cause like we've had people that can dance that go really far. Yeah, and I almost feel like Mr. T even has a huge conspiracy theory just came into my head. But I'll spare you guys. I almost feel like Mr. T even has more of a stronger like connection and this grace about him and this. I mean, it's really his faith that he leads with them. I don't understand why he's that way, but... Hey, he's gone. He's very grateful. He's like, I thought you guys would not even want me after I told you guys that I could not dance. Could like, dance. why did you guys yeah. have me on the show? Yeah. But he made it, like, four weeks, so... Bless up, Mr. T. <laughs> bless up, Mr. T. Hashtag bless up, Mr. T. Yes. <laughs> yes, okay. So we're done with our, like, um, categories. Let's mm-hmm. just talk about the dances that we did not talk about. Mm-hmm. So the first one is um, Val and Normani's Rumba. Oh, wow. I almost forgot them. Wow. <laughs> Very forgettable. Very forgettable. Yeah. So the most, mem- most, well, most memorable year is 2012, the year she was put into Fifth Harmony, and which was on X Factor. Mm-hmm. And she really talks about like the sacrifice her parents made her mom quitting her job to really go on auditions with her and her dad even getting like two jobs two and they're jobs. the ones that really mm-hmm. excuse me they're the ones that really motivated her to apply to go on x factor 
and the dance really starts with Normani singing Impossible, which was the song that they sang in Judge's house when they were before they got into when, when they were first put together as Fifth Harmony. That was Why do you remember that? Because I what I was like, I'm like, a, I just dropped, but like, I was a huge Fifth Harmony fan. You I mean, that. I watched X Factor too, but like, I didn't remember that. <laughs> yeah, but I'm a, I'm a Fifth Harmony fan, so like, I keep these things in my head. That was the first song they sang together as Fifth Harmony, so. What did you think? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was good. It, it was good. I mean, after Nomani's really fire dance last week, eh, mm. it kind of paled in comparison for me. But it was a good dance. Like, she did dance the well, but it wasn't like, I wasn't blown away. And I usually love to be blown away by my rumbas. I was not blown away by the rumbas this this episode. So, you guys, give me something, please. Okay. I agree. Yeah. Um. I just want to say because I brought back so many memories. I was like, oh my gosh. Anyways, um, <laughs> I, I agree with you. Like, it almost didn't feel like a rumba. Like, you could mm-hmm. have said that was a contemporary routine. Yeah. It did not feel like a rumba at all. And Len said that, that he wanted more content. Mm-hmm. And for me, I, like, I think it was a beautiful dance. It was independent of the story. But for me, it almost did not even connect I with connect. the story. connect. I agree. It looked like two entirely different um, performances, and that was just what it was. And um, I think also, like, uh, and I know that Normani is back in the States, so we're going to be able to see her more, but people have been complaining that they they can't really see her personality. And I think that this was almost a week where we could have seen that, but either ABC or whoever, and I know Fifth Harmony is a big part of her life, but they used this whole Fifth Harmony thing to almost cover or seeing Normani deeper. Like, I liked mm-hmm. her singing, and I liked the girls being there, but she could have almost even just started with the singing. With the singing, dance. yeah. Have to be, I agree. To be there, but... I agree. Um, something that Julianne said that I really agreed about, agreed with, agreed with. was <laughs> the fact that she said that Normani dances like her career depends on it. Yeah. And I'm like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she dances like if she doesn't dance all tomorrow, she's going to be kicked out of her group. I agree. And I like that about her. Yeah. 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 She's very, and as Karen even said, that the dance was more about empowerment. Normani is very, like, strong driven. Like, she wants to empower and she empowers herself too. So, um, yeah, I mean, it was a good dance, but it's very forgettable. We forgot very that forgettable. it was there. Yeah. called out a lift and backed it up by definition. Like, she almost, like, brought out, like, a dictionary. She's like, a like, lift yeah. is blah, 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 blah. And she knew she had limited time, too, so she was like, a lift is blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I was like, you go, girl. Get them yeah. lifts. <laughs> so she got um, 8, 7, 8, 9, so 32 out of 40. Yeah. All right. Moving on to the next rumba. Yeah. Rumbas were just very, like... Very bleh. Come on. Rumba. Like, I live for rumba. When I see rumba is happening, I'm like, yes. Right. Okay. Let's do this. Nick and Peter's rumba, his most memorable year was 2016 when he met Vanessa and fell in love on The Bachelor. And if you can see us, of course you can see us because the podcast, <laughs> but we're, like, freaking rolling our eyes and just done. Done. And I mean, this is strictly because we watched The Bachelor. If yeah. we didn't watch The Bachelor, maybe, I mean, it would have been novel to us and we might have had maybe slightly different emotions. But I mean, we hear about The Bachelor all the time, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> like, if we're I ever done. hear this storyline again, I would like 
shoot something i'm done <laughs> that was how i felt i'm just like done okay uh, I, I'm, I'm going to keep on saying done if we don't like move yeah. forward but what do you think about what do you think of the dance well the judges said that it was nick's best dance and mm-hmm. i agreed it wasn't my favorite dance but it was the dance that nick like nick has shown the most growth in this ah, dance i, I feel he mm-hmm. didn't look as awkward as he has looked in his past dances mm-hmm. you could still see him thinking but not yeah. as much i will say i did not like the song choice i did not like the arrangement of mm-hmm. the song it did not work it with the dance it, the whole Vanessa thing, eh, it was cute-ish, and and it was also kind of haphazard. So I don't yeah. really care for that. Yeah. See, the thing, ugh, the thing is that I almost feel, and I don't know if it's his personality or if it's their personalities together, Nick and Vanessa, but it almost seems that they're always trying to hide. And that's that was what that's like. He could see, like, not to compare. I know people are different, different personalities, whatever. But like with Heather Morris and her husband, cute. Walk, like move, kiss on the web. We have something to do. Nick like grabbed her and like almost like dipped her and like did all of that. And Nick and I Vanessa was, are, like trying to have a TV show, man. Yeah, like I don't get this. They are like we know you're in love. Like people are doubting you, but like people are going to doubt you for the next like five years. People still doubt like Caitlyn and Sean and everybody exactly. else. Exactly. So join the queue. And <laughs> actually, I was over like Dancing with the Stars and The Bachelor, but I remember that Sean Lowe did this too when he wasn't dancing. Mm-hmm. But he actually. It's funny because Peter, Peter was Sean's partner too, so it was essentially oh, was? the same thing. Because she's like, <laughs> wow. I was watching their package today, and she's like, So we're just going to do a moment where you walk over and like the same exact same thing. thing. Mm-hmm. So he did that too, but it was just like a quick. She didn't even stand up. He just like kissed her on the lip, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And they did their thing. Anyways, I have to actually Moving talk on. about this dance. <laughs> the dance, I couldn't buy Nick's movement for me. I think there's a way he moves that's very weird. And you could almost tell even on The Bachelor that there's just something about the way his body moves that's very weird. And I think it was also because I just couldn't buy the story. I'm like, okay. Yeah. So, there was no feeling there. I'm, not, I'm not even going to talk about this anymore. I have to point out though that Peter's choreography yes. was amazing. Her choreo was so on point. I kind of wish she danced it with someone else. Yes, me too. I want yeah. her to save that choreography and maybe do it on tour or something. Yeah, but please. It was amazing. It was amazing. Yes, and, and they, yeah, they Nick, credited her for it. So yeah, they did. Nick did better than last week, but yeah, they gave him eight, seven, eight, seven, thirty out of forty. Yeah. Yeah, I thought the scores were high, but hey. <laughs> okay. Sorry, guys. I know I've always been biased on Nick, but today I'm just, I just can't. I speak truth. I just don't. When things are not nice, I see. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. Which other dance haven't we talked um, about? Erica and Gleb. Erica so we have two more dances. Erica and Gleb and Sharna and Bonner. Okay. Mm-hmm. Erica and Gleb, I think, I'm hoping this will be quick. 1989. This was when she moved to New York. <laughs> and this. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I was listening to, I was listening to your podcast today and I think they're the ones that almost influencing this that, that chuckle I did. But they were saying how like they're sure because they watch her on like Real Housewives or whatever she did, they're sure that she has so much story and stuff. Like why was her most memorable year or when I moved to New York and things were hard? Or even if like there was nothing like substantial from that story. It was from just, that like, story. Oh, okay, cool. Like, oh I moved to New York. And um, but yeah, that was her story. She moved to New York. She was going for auditions. Then she moved to LA. <laughs> that was it. Pretty much. Yeah. What do you think of their dance? And 
everything. Gdas was uninspiring. Gleb, I wrote, I, I had one line for them. I said, Gleb, back to the drawing board. <laughs> Literally, I'm so serious. I'm not even lying. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think if that can be an episode title or something else. We said something else. Oh, bless up. But this is funny. Um... Yeah, it was very, that's the right word. Uninspiring was what it was. The choreo wasn't great. Um, as um, Len says, it's just the same old, same old, same old. Same old. see something different. Dang. This is a she has so much more to give. Go. The she same does. way she has more to a story, she has so much more to give. She needs a different partner. Maybe she should have had Tony or something. Yeah, I think Tony would have been great with her. And nobody's saying that, uh, like, Gleb, I know you're not listening to this, but if you're listening <laughs> to this, nobody's saying that y'all shouldn't be sexy. But Spice, and Gleb doesn't get it. Even he did the same thing with Jenna, with last, Jenna. last week, mm-hmm. and people praised him for it, so. But, like, nobody's saying don't be sexy, but add content, add technique, then give us sexy, and then mix everything up, and just have something Nice bowl, you know? Yeah. I was, Never. okay, again, I want to quote... <laughs> An article I was reading today, they said, it's so funny, they said, oh, Erica <laughs> and Gleb are a perfect pair because they both think they're perfect and refuse to accept any criticism. And I'm like, so true. Because they're like, no, we're not going to turn down the sex. That's not what we're telling you. No, we're just like, telling that's you, listen to criticism, go back to the drawing board and give us something bomb. But yeah, they got 877830. Seven, I think those Where were Where did the scores. eights come from? Yeah, very high scores because that cha-cha was awful. Almost that same. was a cha-cha? Yeah, I think so. Wow. Yeah, yeah, I wrote, yeah. I think it was a cha-cha. Um, after seeing Rashad and Emma dance and then seeing this, I was like, <laughs> wait, hold like, up, no, hold up. No, 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 no. <laughs> okay, let's talk about our last dance. I mean, they closed out the episode, so it's, it's only fair that they close out our podcast. Sharna and Bonner's Foxtrot, Memorable Year 2016, and talking about his accident. Mm-hmm. That accident was... That thing was deep. It was very deep. Like, like what I was thinking yeah. about is just how, how... Like, I'm grateful like that he's alive. I'm grateful that he's moving, but... Pero how, how, how less, less than a year ago. These are just the kind of things that just blow my mind and make me just think. Like, even, for example, with James last year and Bonner. Like, how like how are you doing? Like, TMI, but when I, like, I'm on my period, guys, I'm, oh. I'm, I, I can't move. I mean, we're all, <laughs> all of you are grown. Life, you know girls go in their period. I can't, I can't move. So I can't imagine, like... Oh gosh, it's just it, it literally blew my mind. I don't, I can't even. I'm sorry. I was just speechless watching his package. Yeah, he said something. There's a quote he said. He said, and I, I want to quote you word for word by quoting. He said, "I have air in my lungs, so I have all the reasons to dance." Yeah, or something like that. Just saying, yeah. I'm alive and I'm going to dance because I have. I'm, I can see. I can breathe. I, I can walk. It. I can talk. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal. I love yeah. that quote from him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What yeah. do you think of the dance? And I mean, it was a good dance. I mean, I'm kind of accepting that Shana and Bonner are not going to blow me away, but maybe mm-hmm. that's too early to accept. I don't know, but okay. to use Len's words, I'm kind of putting them in the middle of the pack. Yeah. At this point, yeah. Yeah. They're but very. It was, mid- it was nice. Yeah. yeah. 
I see them going home in the next couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I, you guys know, I like, I li- I liked it. I really liked it. I liked the, I liked the concept, the fact that it wasn't sad. It wasn't mm-hmm. about his accident. It was about the fact that he has new life. New life. Not everybody gets the chance to go through something like that and then still have life, can still walk, can still move, can still do everything. I mean, maybe differently than how he could do it before, but still. I, I liked it. And I liked I liked the different side of Bonner. I like, like, even seeing him cry, I was just like, oh. Um, but yeah, I, I I liked it. It wasn't great. It wasn't perfect. I know that it was blow my mind, but it's just going to be one of those dances that you're just like, oh, okay, they did well. Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> yeah. Len said his footwork is suspect. I don't know if Len used those words, but maybe... That's what I don't think he used those words. <laughs> but Len, funnier. Everybody funny. was emotional, and Len was like, yeah, your footwork. Yeah, but your footwork. <laughs> He's like, all I want to say is welcome to the competition. <laughs> so, so they got um, 4-8. So they got 32 out of 40. Oh, not bad, like, I mean... Not bad, but I mean... Hmm. I yeah. <laughs> okay. So that's it, guys. I'm just going to do the usual and do a draft update mm-hmm. and also do, like, leaderboard updates, do quick quick, quick predictions. All right, okay. so... um, What do I do during the draft? I, oh, my <laughs> gosh. What do I do during draft? You tell oh, I tell you the scores. scores. So from Tim Tiesser... TSA has 159 points this week. Okay. And then Timofi, Timofi has dun, 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 dun. 167 points. How, Sway? I can show you the math offline, but... <laughs> yeah, you better. I want to see have, the receipts. I have, like, 39, 36, then 28. So, Ooh, the 39 and 36 are really high. You have then 28, 31, 33. And then you have, like, 32, 35, 32, 30, 30. So that's kind of where it comes from. But I have to add that I get 10 extra points because we agreed that my the first 10, the team gets plus 10. Oh, yeah. Fuck. So I have 177 and Tessa has 159. So. Guys, come on. <laughs> this is so annoying. My team is so bad. So, guys, that's our draft. Mofi's leading. Everything is good in the world. Moving um, on. But yeah, I mean, next week I'm two people out, so you're going to be leading me with at least a whole 30 something points. So oh, please. You're probably going to fine. win the draft pick, so. Mm, that's a good good assumption. <laughs> so, leaderboard we are Rashad and Emma on top with 39, Sasha and Simone with 36. I was actually watching their Sasha's um, Instagram story today. Mm-hmm. And I was like, babe, you have. A really high score, and she was like, "Yeah, but you're second highest." And it was, he was like, "Give me a kiss." It was so cute. Oh my god! <laughs> so cute. Okay, That's so cute. <laughs> and then right under Esha is Max and Heather Morris with 30, 35 Artem and Nancy with thirty three, which is very impressive. Whoop, whoop. I know they're on my team, huh? Um, no, they are on my team. How, Sway? How? The, the only contenders, really oh. strong contenders on your team are Val and Mani. No, and Max and Asim. Asim, Max and Heather. 
But they're going yeah. to go for either, you know, I think it's either either Max and Heather go far or Van or Marnie go mm-hmm, far. Mm-hmm. So it's it's just going to, we have to see how that's going to go. But yeah, Nancy and Axel are on my team, honey. Um, <laughs> um, then Val and Norman, Ishan and Bonner are 32. Lindsay and David are 31. Peter and Nick, Gleb and Erica are 30. And obviously Kim and Mr. T. Quite high scores this week. Pardon me? Yeah, I mean, there's someone on that 30, huh? Yeah, yeah, very high score. Except for Mr. T, but yeah, very high scores. Excuse me, whoa. Um, (laughs) So yeah, do you want to do quick predictions? Who do you think is going to go home next week? Who do I think? Who do you think are the next two? (laughs) Who do you think are the next two people, like, at least for toss-up? Okay, I think for toss-up, we have Erica and Gleb. Mm -hmm. And just because... Um, Erica and Gleb, and I'm going to go with Nick and Peter because I feel like David has a stronger fan base than Nick. Mm. Actually, I agree with Erica and Gleb, but I think the competition is between Nick and Peter and Sharon and Bonner. Ah, I don't think Lindsay and David are are in jeopardy yet, Mm. but I think because fans have been reading social media, this is just all social media, people are not really feeling Sharon and Bonner's um, thing. So yeah. I think it's either them or Peter and Nick that will go after Gleb and Erica. Huh. Yeah, okay. Okay. So we've done predictions. Um oh next week is Disney Week. Super excited. Ah, love Disney Week. Love Disney Week. Love Disney Week. Okay. Yes. Um, but that's it for our episode. Thank you, peoples, for sticking with us. Yeah. Um, as usual, share your thoughts with us on Twitter. We are at our faith pods and also just find out when we release new episodes. Also, please subscribe, rate, review us on iTunes. We want to know what you guys are thinking, what you guys think mm-hmm. of Dancing with the Star season so far and even how we cover it. Mm-hmm. Um, share that with us and maybe even share some of the categories with us. Who's your most impressive? Let us know on Twitter. And um, you can find me on Twitter at Miss Badmust, M- MSB. I just choked. M-S-B-A-D-M-O-S. And guys, I'm on the Heather Morris train. Hello. Welcome, girl. <laughs> welcome. Welcome. <laughs> and Tessa, tell us where we can find you. And also tell us the nice quotes that your dad left uh, you. Um, you guys can find me on Twitter at T-I-I-E-S-E. And tweet at me to welcome Miss Badmas to the um heather morris train um so really quickly my dad wrote this well this it's an ancient sanskrit poem so but he just wrote it on the paper for me and it says look to this day for it is life the very life of life in its brief course lie all the realities and truths of existence the joy of growth the splendor of action the glory of power for yesterday is but a memory and tomorrow is only a vision but today well lived makes every yesterday a memory of happiness and every tomorrow a vision of hope. Look well, therefore, to this day. Oh, that's really nice. Very uplifting. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Thank you for that word. So, guys, in the spirit of being memorable and being inspired,